Hey, welcome back to Software Social. I'm Michelle Hansen. And I'm Colleen Schnettler. And I'm Michelle Penzak, the CEO of Squared Away. We are so excited to have Michelle with us, or I guess another Michelle. Um, she, so she, as she said, she's the founder of Squared Away, which is a company that employs mostly military spouses to be virtual assistants. And they have over 130 remote virtual assistants working for them. So Colleen and I are super pumped to have us joining our virtual table today to learn more about her business and what they're working on. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to chat with y'all. So Michelle, I have just so many questions about how you started this business and grew this business. And I would love to like kind of hear a little bit about the beginning of your story. I read some of um, your Medium articles about how you were a virtual assistant and you got laid off. Mm -hmm. So most people, when they get laid off, you know, they try to find another job or they just don't find another job, but you decided to start an empire. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, it, I wish it started and sounded that cool, but um I, it kind of sounds like a really bad country song getting started. Um, <laughs> I was a virtual assistant for Zertual in 2015. And um, this is where the sad country song part comes in. Um, my husband had deployed two weeks before. I was three months pregnant with my first little boy. Oh. And I was actually on a family vacation um, when it happened. And oh my gosh. So literally woke up one morning five years ago and couldn't log into my email. And that's when I found out along with 399 other people that we did not have a job. Wow. Oh um, my gosh. I still am like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. It's even five years later, it's kind of crazy. But um, I called one of my clients who was, to be honest, my favorite client at that point. And I kind of had a mini meltdown on the phone with him. And he was like, you know what, it's going to be okay, because we're going to get you more clients, and I'm going to keep working with you. And he told me that and I was like, you know what, yes, I'm going to kick ass regardless of what's happening right now. And I'm going to do my own thing. And I did that, um, started my own independent contractor business as a VA and I worked literally, my husband will tell you, I worked up until the moment I got my epidural <laughs> with my, um, four year, now four year old. Um, but I was literally like putting my out of office email up, um, when I was going into labor and, um, I took a grand total of two weeks off and because it was just me at that point supporting my clients and um, worked with them with a newborn and that whole thing and becoming a new mom and all the craziness that goes into that. And in true military fashion, Colleen, I'm sure you are familiar with the military fun. Um, uh, my husband came home one day and was like, hey, guess what? We have orders to Hawaii. And yep. I was like, shut the front door, get out of here. <laughs> I cannot even entertain this idea right now. And um, I kept, you know, working with my clients. Um, I told them when we were getting ready to move to Hawaii that I was taking a week off to move. And I took a week off. We moved to Hawaii and 
I started working with them like normal. I just started getting up at 3 a.m. Uh, to work Eastern Standard Time hours with them and um, still had, you know, a nine-month-old at that point. And um, I told my husband, I was like, I am either insane or I have way too much of a coffee addiction to stop this. And he was like, you know what? It's working. And I did that for about six months before squared away uh, was kind of implanted in my brain. Wow. Can you, I, I mean, so can you talk to us about how you're, you're in this state where you are waking up at 3 a.m. every day with a newborn, navigating everything that comes with having a baby and, and, and attempting to work, and then you decide to create a company and, and talk to us about that because I'm, I'm so I like I'm so excited to, to hear this I have to say because like we started Geocodio when our daughter was four months old and people always think we're crazy and I don't think I've come across anyone else who started a company with a baby and so I'm really excited <laughs> to hear from from you um about how that came about I, so my co-founder Shane, he was one of my clients and, um, his company was doing really well. And he had always told people about, you know, the glory of having a virtual assistant as a resource on your team. And he was like, you know what? I need you to scale. I need you to clone yourself. And I was like, "Mm, this is as good as you get. Like you get me. And he told me, he was like, you know, we need more of you. How can we do that? And I said, I told him, I was like, let me think about it. And I called him a couple of days later and I said, I figured it out. We're get, we can do it with military spouses because I had always heard, you know, in my journey as an assistant, how can you work? How can you have a baby and work? How can you still be able to do this as a military spouse? And, you know, I would tell people, Hey, I work as a virtual assistant. And they would say, well, how do, well, how can I do that? How can I get into this? And I didn't really have a good path for them. I, it, at that point, I had just kind of fallen into it with my circumstances. And this was a really clear cut path for me to say, this is what I did. This is how I provided help provide for my family. And this is how we can make a path forward for other military spouses as well. So yeah, it, all kind of happened by circumstance, but um, my when the idea came about, I'd been in Hawaii for about six months, and my son was thriving. He was going to preschool, and I was like, you know what? Because I don't get enough sleep as it is, let's take this journey on. And uh, Squared Away started, um, was officially formed in March of 2017. And I brought on my very first assistant who is now my director of operations um, in July of 2017. That's amazing. And I think, I think maybe almost with, with both of you, it, it's probably worth diving in a little bit more on just what it's like to be a military spouse and how hard it is for military spouses to work cuz i think you know being sort of like non-military myself and and not coming from a military family like this isn't something that that um 
you you really come across um um and like the the unique challenges there yeah and i I can speak to um, the pilot side of the house. I know, Colleen, you said your husband's a Navy pilot as well. So their schedules are so unpredictable. Like sometimes they're flying in the morning, sometimes they're flying in the afternoon, sometimes they're flying at night, and they're just kind of all over the place. And when you have to be that constant for your family and for your kids saying, okay, well, I'll pick you up from school. I'll do bedtime routine all that good stuff. That's something that's very fluid with every single day. And it's not predictable in the following week. And being able to say, I have this job or career that I'm working towards during the day and be able to support your family is huge for a military spouse, because a lot of times it's so reactive to the military member schedule that you know, you can't typically work a regular nine to five job in an office or um, even, you know, as a teacher, sometimes it's really hard. And one, one of the safe jobs, I guess, for military spouses. So it's extremely challenging because, you know, it, there's just so much unpredictability there. Yeah. Not to mention the moving on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's all of those things. Plus you may move every couple of years. Absolutely. Uh, which is, I mean, that's why I got into software because I could do it on my own time remotely. Exactly. And that's something that you don't have a set schedule because in my experience, most employers were either like, oh, well, you have to work this schedule. If you don't, then we're going to let you go. Or on the flip side, oh, we don't want to hire you at all because you are a military spouse and you're only going to be with us between two and four years. It's that. So there's so much stigma that goes along with being a spouse, especially when you're applying for a job. And I think what I've found is the people who are, you know, tr I've, I've seen a lot of companies that will say, oh, we support military spouses. But then when it actually comes down to hiring a military spouse, they always find a reason not to. Yeah. So you decided you wanted to start growing Squared Away. What was your first step? Did you go for clients first? Did you look for talent first? Like how did that kind of evolve from you and your partner to this hundreds of employees? <laughs> so oh, I wish I had a really good answer for that, but it was more of we're on a teeter-totter. So the more popular we became with clients, the more assistants we're able to hire. And it's kind of still that way uh, now. We hire between four and six assistants a week, just depending on our client demand. Um, this time last year, we had about 60 assistants. And now, as Michelle said, we have over 130, which is great. Wow. But <laughs> that's over 100% growth in a year. That's amazing. The pandemic was extremely terrifying at the beginning, but we found with everybody moving remotely, um, you know, we did have a tough couple of months where we weren't bringing on assistance. We didn't have very many clients coming on board, um, but then we started to get back to where we were and continue to grow, which quite honestly shocked the heck out of me in the middle of this pandemic, but our team is amazing. They're extremely talented. They have found so many different creative ways to work with their clients and support them. And most of the time, just being a listening ear and saying, hey, let's brainstorm together, more so as like a partner than uh, an, a typical assistant. 
what I'm wondering is you started this process uh, five years ago with a baby um, as a military spouse, and now you've you've grown this very successful company. Uh, was there ever a time you wanted to quit? Oh yeah, a f- more. If I would be lying if I said there wasn't. Um, there this time actually, um, I had my second little boy in May of last year, and my husband was deployed. And it was just me and my four-year-old. My mom came out for about six weeks to help me. But after she left in July, it was so hard with a four-year-old and a deployment where he was finally understanding what it looked like to have daddy gone. And I was getting used to mothering two instead of mothering just one. And um, Squared Away was really starting to boom then. And I was so tired. I was so frazzled and it was just hard. And I wanted to quit so many times. I would call my husband and say, how can I do this? I'm literally, it's literally just me. I'm in Hawaii. I don't have anybody other than my friends and like family from afar. And it was hard. It was extremely hard on me. It's been hard at points in time on my marriage and um it's hard too for my kids because you know they it's a struggle to be present sometimes when I'm trying to balance you know the needs of my team and the needs of my kids so I would say that there's definitely been a lot of points where I've really taken a moment and said is this something I really want to keep doing but it's so funny that every time that happens, somebody will come to me and say, thank you for this opportunity. It's doing amazing things for my family. Or Michelle, I just want to tell you, like, this is an amazing company. It's so supportive. Like some type of comment will come through, even just like a message in Slack or something, just saying, thank you so much for having me on your team. And when I take a step back and look at how many people we have and how much value they're feeling as an individual spouse, it makes it all worth it. And that's something I wouldn't trade for the world. And I hope it teaches my boys a solid work ethic and, you know, taking care of people and how important that is. Yeah. It must feel amazing to have a business where you're actually like a profitable business where you're actually doing good for the world too. That's like a (laughs) win-win. Yeah. I, I literally have to like pinch myself at least once a day and say, oh my gosh, this is happening. This is incredible. And we have assistants who are from Poland to to Japan. We have them all in between. And that's just something I never would have imagined a few years ago. I think it's, interesting how you say when you're having those tough moments, nice comments from people that you work with come through and and, and really motivate you. And and this is something that Colleen was talking about last week, how she just got her first customer for her new service and how the, the journey to that point was so long but then you get to that point when someone appreciates that and and I find that in our in our business too where I I feel like there's so many blog posts and everything about staying motivated working on your own company and 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 I think what I see in your story and and in ours as well is that that motivation is 
is as much internal as it is external from people simply appreciating you and 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 what you do yeah it's and it's not just from assistants either it's from clients it's from people who've you know we have clients who've been with us for two years and they're just like I can't imagine my life without my assistant who is my right hand and you know even from new clients who have had their assistants for a week saying oh my gosh like my life is changing because of this person like those small comments mean so much, especially when I am personally struggling with, you know, the conflict of, you know, family versus business. But the really great thing about Squared Away, I think, is that, you know, our mantra is we're a family first, we're a business second. And I have 130 people who I can say, guys, is a rough day. Let me just tell you what my four-year-old did. And we'll all kind of commiserate together. And we laugh together. We cry together. We pick on each other. Like it's very much a family. And that's something that, you know, I have team members tell me all the time, like, it's so hard to log off of Slack and have boundaries because I always want to know what's going on with people. And I think that's great because, you know, we have that internal and external support. So when you um, started to grow Squared Away, do you have a business background or were you just learning on the fly? Totally on the fly. Um, I ha- My background is actually in political science and history, so I can teach you all you want to know about history, but I couldn't tell you what MRR was three years ago to save my life. Um, I was totally learning on the fly, still am learning on the fly a lot of times, but I always, um, my rule of thumb is to always be transparent with my people and tell them what's going on. If they want to know if we're having a bad month or a good month, or, you know, if we've had a crazy client situation or something like that, I'm always like, this is what it is. And this is what I'm thinking moving forward. Um, be kind. Number one is also my mantra transparency. Number two, like, and going with my gut. So those are my top three things. And I feel like they've taken me this far and will continue to take Squared Away as far as we want to go. But um, those are, that's my background. I don't (laughs) have any type of business experience whatsoever. As you've learned about business over the past couple of years and, and, and clearly have uh, sort of discovered an innate propensity of, of yours, um, for business. Um, are there any resources that you have found useful in that journey? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, so my favorite resource is actually a book by David Marquet. It's called turn the ship around. It's about building <gasps> leaders. Yes. <laughs> have you read it? Such a good one. Oh my gosh. Yes. It is one of my favorite books, but he is incredible and it's teaching. It teaches you to empower your people on your team and not ask for, and not have them ask for permission. So my team knows, you know, never go to Michelle and say, can I, or may I, it's, Hey, this is what I intend to do. And I would love your feedback kind of thing. Um, but that's how Squared Away is built out completely is based upon that. And I would say that's been my biggest and most helpful resource. So were there any, when you were building this business, were there any, or you're still building this business, I guess, 
Um, are there any communities that really helped you that you were a part of any like groups or anything like that, that kind of helped you, um, on this journey? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a part of a few different ones. So the first one I would say is dreamers and doers. Um, it's, um, an amazing group of women who are just badasses in and of their own right. And they're building all types of different businesses out there and their resources have been phenomenal. We have a lot of clients who work with them and they're just women empowering women, which is always amazing and such a joy to be a part of. Um, so that's a huge one. And then I'm a part of several different, um, military spouse, Facebook groups, um, that, you know, is teaching women how, or, spouses, how to find work as a spouse, um, and the different companies that are military spouse friendly and, um, just sharing different types of resources for resumes and different free resources out there. So when you are selecting people, like that's gotta be really hard. I imagine, because I imagine everyone wants to work for you and you want to keep your quality high. Like, can you talk a little bit about that process? Yeah, absolutely. So there's like, I want to say like five different steps in our application process. Uh, And it's something that we have um, just improved over the past few years based upon who we've seen improve or um, just work really well internally. Um, Most of our assistants have a bachelor's degree or more. Um, we have a couple of PhDs, uh, internally, which is really cool. I just have a bachelor's. So I'm always in awe of, um, how smart they are, but, um, we, uh, ask for that. They have to have, um, certain details in their profile. Like I, one of our random question is, questions is what's your favorite flower if you don't provide your favorite flower then you don't make it through the application process because we are a details business so if you can't get all the details obviously um but um they also do an interview with kelsey who is our director of operations and if they make it through her then they interview with me and then we um offer them the opportunity to train with us not everybody makes it through training um they realize that um it's not exactly suited for them and their talents, um, or it's something that they didn't expect. Um, but typically we also have them do, um, two to three training tasks to make sure that, um, they can actually make it through to the interview. What kind of things do virtual assistants do? Oh my gosh, you name it. (laughs) Um, we have done everything from basic admin scheduling to planning, yacht parties in the south of France um and literally that was an actual task um finding a small the smallest boat in Cannes and filling it full of ice and champagne and uh, having a saxophonist on the dock real and true task that we (laughs) wow (laughs) that was actually something from my co-founder that he will never live down so, um, <laughs> that actually happened. And the, probably one of the only times I've spoken, spoken French since college. So, so, so something we tend to talk a lot about on our podcast is that we workshop, um, whatever is going on in our businesses and, and what we're working on that week. Um, and, and so I'm curious, um, what were you working on this week? 
This week is actually pretty unique. Um, we I've actually been focusing on the Military Family Caucus Summit. It's a virtual summit that's taking place tomorrow. Um, the keynote speaker is actually the Secretary of Defense. And I'm going to be talking about military spouse employment. So that's something I've been focusing on this wow. week. So I'm excited to talk more about military spouse employment. It's going to be awesome. amazing. I mean, it's a huge issue, right? Like, I, I mean, Colleen has said a couple of times that, um, you know, one of her goals in life is, is for military spouses to never have to sell leggings. Praise be. <laughs> yes. Leggings and hair stuff. Like, yeah. that's where I'm at with that. Or face. Yeah. Yeah. It always like hurts so much to see that because you can see that people have so much potential and, and, and so much capability and are completely getting taken advantage of by those companies. And, and I think that's really what attracts me to, to your company and what you are, are building because you are enabling people to find fulfillment in a way that is not exploitative. Exactly. And that's something I've, trust me, I've had my uh, share of people ping me for leggings and hair stuff and everything in between and to me that's just I feel like they're preying on military spouses because they are so susceptible to those um because they do want to be able to provide for their families but there are not and there are not enough legitimate opportunities out there that people are saying or companies are saying yes we can work with you when you PCS Yes, we can work with you when you go on maternity leave or paternity leave. Yes, we can work with you when, you know, you're having a rough day because your husband or your wife just deployed. Like, those are things that people want to know, hey, you know, my husband's coming home in a week or two or a month, depending on when the military decides to tell me the exact date is. And, you know, companies don't always work with that. And that's something that, our assistants prep us ahead of time. They prep their clients and we have a process in place so that they can take that time. Um, one of our assistants just um, got her husband back after 10 months. And that's something we absolutely wanted to make sure that she had the time to do. And she was still able to step back in after she took that time with her family. And that, that to me is worth its weight in gold because I can't imagine like working with a company that didn't support that. And so in that case, like, would, would you have another assistant fill in for them or? Yep. The process with that is um, the assistant um, essentially preps a covering assistant um, ahead of time. The client knows it will be coming. They might not know the exact day, depending on uh, when the military is telling the spouse, um, but they walk through what their client needs, preferences, all that good stuff so that it's extremely seamless whenever one assistant steps out. Um, and they still have that support without, you know, losing any downtime with their business. That's awesome. Have you guys raised money, like funding? Are you go have you thought about it? We have thought about it, but it's not for us. Okay. Can okay. you I'm always curious. Can you talk us through why it's not for you? Number one is I don't think unless we had a military spouse or someone affiliated with the military that they would truly get our mission. 
And that's something I never want to hand over to somebody who doesn't truly get it. And I always want our people to feel like we're a family. And if we were ever to raise money, I would be extremely particular about who we brought in to be able to continue to fulfill that mission and that support system. And quite frankly, I don't know what I would do with our money right now. (laughs) (laughs) It it sounds like with, with your business, you know, if you have clients coming on board and whatnot, as long as you can keep a balance between the number of clients you have and the number of assistants that you know, cash flow would seem seem to balance. But I guess you know what what happens if you have a client that 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 drops and then what do you do with their assistants? So our assistants will go back into the pool um, for assistants who are actually available to work with clients. So if we did have a client cancel, then they would be able to pick one up pretty quickly afterwards. And so when that happens, like, for example, do you email your existing client saying that someone is available and and, and try to place them and basically sort of increase the average revenue you're getting per client in that scenario or or what happens? So if they cancel, then um, we wish them well on their journey outside of Squared Away, but then the assistant will go back into our pool of available assistants. And then our client relations team essentially plays matchmaker with our new incoming clients. So we're not really losing a whole lot there. Um, and we have a 30 day cancellation policy. So we know well ahead of time if clients are, clients are going to cancel. How would you, um, say, say the split is between virtual assistants in the company versus, um, other support staff. Like you mentioned, you have a director of operations and you have a client support team. And I'm just curious if you can get us give us a sense for the percentage um in in the work staff so right now all of our assistants have clients except for my directors which is um, myself and our director of client relations client connections our finance director and our director of operations so um the five of us are the only ones without clients right now everybody else has clients that they work with um, and they do might have a different role. So um, one of my assistants that comes to mind, she actually has two clients and she's also a team lead, which means she manages a team of between six and eight assistants. Um, And she helps to um, facilitate any issues that arise in client relationships. She's kind of their support, our first managerial support when it comes to our tiers. Um, so if any client issues arise, that's um, the first resource for our team. It sounds like you've got a pretty well-oiled machine at this point. It is. They. Uh, I took some time off a couple of weeks ago and I am extremely type A where I feel like I have to kind of always know what's going on. And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys could rule the world without me. This is amazing. So they totally blew me out of the water. And they're just, every single one of them is are just incredible at what they do. That's amazing. I'm so impressed, Michelle. <laughs> like, this is so cool. So my Michelle, Michelle Hansen, me? knows that, yes, you're my Michelle, <laughs> knows that like, as she mentioned earlier, I mean, like my personal mission 
I, I see all of the same struggles that you see, right? I've been, we've been in the military for 15 years and it's such a frustrating situation to see women who want to be there for their children. Cause to your point, husband can't pick up the kids cause who knows where he is, but they also want to work and they want to feel valued and they want to contribute to society and they want to support their family. And so they sell leggings and this just drives me crazy that they can't find another path to employment. So it just, what you have built is so cool. I just think it's the neatest thing. Thank and I am you. so impressed Thank how, you. especially without a business background, you just like built this thing, like with this whole structure. Totally flying by the seat of my pants. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we, we need to do this, but it's, I wish it were as easy as it looked. Uh, I truly do, but I just, Every time I hear the numbers of military spouse unemployment, 300,000, that's insane to me. Yeah. The a uh, year ago, actually, the unemployment rate for military spouses was 24%. And that's what it was during the Great Depression for the entire nation. 24%. Wow. And that blows my mind, especially when these are spouses that are supporting their service members who are like pledge their allegiance to our country. And it just, it breaks my heart that there are companies out there that say, thanks, but no thanks. You're a military spouse. So what do you see as the future for Squared Away? Oh my gosh. I would love to just continue to watch our team grow and grow and keep just doing more badass things for their clients. We literally have assistance in every niche that you can imagine. We have clients who are New York Times bestselling authors. We have people in the entertainment industry. Um, we have venture capitalists. We have CEOs of startups. Like we literally are working with everybody right now. And that's really neat to see. Um, I tell everybody, I'm like, you know, we have so many spouses with so many different backgrounds. We have yoga instructors. We have real estate agents. We have teachers. We have a couple of nurses and you know, the yoga instructor works really well with the venture capitalists, which was really funny. Um, but these are people who are just so able to mold themselves to these businesses and support their clients like nothing I've ever seen before. And it's just incredible to watch them, you know, bloom on their own after we've kind of put them in that spot. So I'm very, very proud of them. I just have one more question for you. Is there anything that you wish someone had told you when you were starting this business? I wish somebody had told me to have better boundaries <laughs> in all honesty. Um, I would say that's the biggest thing. Um, as a mom, it breaks my heart to um, tell my four-year-old, um, mommy has to go on a call right now. or. I have an email to check or something. And I wish somebody had told me in the beginning, you know, enjoy the moments with your family. Your business will still be here. Um, because, you know, even though they see the good work ethic, they also see me not having good boundaries for family. And that's something I wish I had been better about. I would say that's the biggest thing. I can say that, like, I have been there um, and you know, that's something my husband and I talk about that, you know, sometimes our daughter who's who's seven now, she'll say, can you guys stop talking about Geocodio? And because it's so boring and I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> and I'm sure your kids recognize 
the the work ethic that you're teaching them and and I mean you're giving a, a, a speech tomorrow and sharing a platform with the Secretary of Defense, which is amazing. And they will probably find out about that later and, and they will be amazed by you. And I think they will understand. And and I will say, you know, as someone who, who whose parents were also um, you know, like running companies as I was a kid, it was so good for me to be exposed to that as a child and seeing that it's possible and seeing all of those different day-to-day things that come up when you're working for yourself or, or, or trying to get something going. It's so valuable for kids to see that. And, and it's so clear how much you love your kids. Oh, yes. It's, I would say that's the biggest thing. I just, I want them to always know, you know, I bust my ass every single day for them and for our families that we're out there, you know, providing employment for. And that's something that will always be near and dear to my heart. And I just hope that that's something they recognize the older they get. Maybe one more question here. So let's say somebody (laughs) listening is thinking, hey, having a military spouse as a virtual assistant actually sounds pretty awesome. And I need to scale myself a little bit better. So if somebody wanted to start using Squared Away, like like how does that process look like fr- from a client's perspective? They can always email me or me at michelle at gosquaredaway.com or they can submit our contact form on our website and they can definitely get started with our client relations team and walk through the process of finding their perfect VA match. That's awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us today. Um, it's It's been really great talking to you, and I'm so excited to see where you and the company go from here. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It was such a pleasure, and I am always thrilled to talk to another military spouse. So thank you, Colleen and Michelle, both for having me. We'd love to hear what you think of the episode. You can tweet at us at SoftwareSochPod, and we will chat with you next week. Huge thanks to all of our listeners who've become software socialites and support our show. Chris from Chipper CI, the daringly handsome Kevin Griffin, and Mike from Gently Used Domains, who has a nice personality. Dave from Recut, Max of Online or Not, Stefan from Talk to Stefan, Brendan Andrade of Brightbits, Team Tuple, Alex Hillman from the Tiny MBA, Rami from Hovercode and Rocket Gems, Jane and Benedict from UserList, Kendall Morgan, Ruben Gomez of Signwell, Corey Haynes of Swipewell, Mike Wade of Crowd Sentry, Nate Ritter of Roomsteals, Anna Mast of SubscribeSense, Jeff Roberts from Outsetta, Justin Jackson, MegaMaker, Jack Ellis and Paul Jarvis from Fathom Analytics, Matthew from Appointment Reminder, Andrew Culver at Bullet Train, John Coster, Alex of Corso Systems, Richard from Stunning, Josh the Annoyingly Pragmatic Founder, Ben from ConsentKit, John from Credo and Editor Ninja, Cam Sloan, Michael Copper of Nusi Proposals, Chris from URL Box, Callie of Toslet, Greg Park from Trait Lab, Adam from Rails Autoscale, Lana and Alex from Recapsi, Joe Mazzalotti of RailsDevs.com, Proud Mama from Applenet LLC, Anna from Cradle, Monsef from Ruby on Mac, Steve of Be Inclusive, Simon Bennett of Snapshooter Backups, Josh Smith of Keyhero.io, Jesper Christensen of Form Backend, Matthew of Works Cited, Chris of JetBoost.io, Daryl Shannon of Docomatic, 
Larabelles, a community for Larabelle developers underrepresented due to their gender. Brendan from Feederloop, Pascal from Sharpen.Page, Lynn Romick from Convini, Arvid Call, James Sowers from Castaway.fm, Jessica Malnick, Damian Moore of Audio Audit Podcast Checker, Eldon from Nodal Studios, Mitchell Davis from RecruitKit.